0: aloha everyone welcome to Sasha Spins where you get my thoughts on life current events and everything else in between in and out of the saddle so let's get right on into it So a couple of weeks ago, Apple came out with another update, and one of the features of this new update is screen time, which basically allows you to limit the time in which you can open certain apps and then also gives you a readout of how much time you spent using that feature, using that app. So it's been amazing. It's been a godsend for me, but good Lord, it's been revealing in a way that kind of made me turn a mirror on myself. So I took a gander at my screen time use for a period of over seven days and 45 hours of my screen time that I spent on my phone in that week was spent on social media alone. 45 hours. I kid you not. So that's over the course of just seven days, mind you. So that's easily if you do the math and I'm not good at math, so I may have gotten these numbers wrong, but easily it's six and a half hours a day, give or take. I cannot express how shocked I was to see that number. Six and a half hours is easily over a quarter of the day. And if we're only awake 14 to to 16 hours in a day, I was spending nearly half of my day staring at a screen. This was just at my phone, mind you, not even at work. and. A lot of it is obviously staring at more than a screen. You know, when I'm working, I'm actively engaged. When I'm on my phone, you know, I spend on social media anyways, I spend that time engaging with people on different levels, be it catching up with friends or working, because yes, there is work to be done on social media and building my brand, but still, that was a lot more screen time than I believed to be necessary for any human being, and it left me feeling really depressed. Like, I... Again, it had me turn a mirror on myself, and I talk a lot about being present and not being lost in screen time, and here I am spending 45 hours in seven days on screen time, and I wanted to do something about it. And naturally, the American way to affect change seems to be in a swing from one extreme to the other. But that never lasts. I could have been like, fine, I will never use social media again. I'm deleting every single app. And in three days, I'd be downloading every single app again. Like, oh my God, I can't live my life without social media. So not only that but statistically speaking that is just the least effective way to not only usher in change but to make maintainable long-lasting change it's the same way with dieting you see all these people say oh i'm never i want to lose however much weight or i i want to go vegan or i want to go pescatarian or whatever dietary change they want to make and then they go into it with guns blazing not doing any research and then three weeks later They have given up everything because they don't go into it, having given it the research, the respect, planning everything out that it deserves. So after looking up and evaluating all of this time that I spent, seeing exactly what I spent it on, I decided that instead of making that sweeping change, I was going to make some easily implementable baby steps to just be more aware of the time that I was spending looking at my screen. So with the new Apple feature, and I promise this is not a plug for this feature, the screen time feature for Apple, I'm not getting paid. I just like to pass on great things when I see them. And it also allows a level of introspection that I get that may be valuable to someone else that may be helpful to someone else. I promise you I'm not getting paid. If I was, I would definitely let you know. (laughs) But yeah, with this new Apple feature, you can select the times in which you want to limit your screen time. So even though I start getting ready for bed around like 8.45, I'm old, (laughs) 8.45, and I hope to be in bed between 9 and 9.30 at the very latest, I personally set my screen time from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And this was a lot harder the first few days, only because when I get in bed, I tend to dim the lights down low. Because I'm very sensitive to screen like the blue light, I'm very sensitive to that. So even during the daytime, my resolution will be all the way down low, even on my work computer, on my laptop, and I will have the warm amber light on because I just find the blue light to be really harsh on the eyes. And it also messes with like your circadian rhythms and your brain. So I just like to limit blue light time as much as possible. So I would turn that all the way down low, get in bed, and just scroll. And that's probably, that was not good for turning off my brain. I would read something, especially in light of, you know, this whole Supreme Court thing that's been going on. I would read something late at night. It would stir me up and I would be all hemmed up in bed. So this was a little bit harder the first few days, only because I do use my phone to just power down some days. So I really had to actively step away from it, put it down, And just be one with my brain. Just think about things. So it was hard at first, but it's become easier. And there's obviously some flexibility you allow on the weekends, like Friday night, Saturday night. Sometimes I'm out with friends and, you know, you just want to pop a story on Instagram. So, you know, you allow your own flexibility. But I found that around 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. was good for me. And then another thing with... uh, The limit screen feature, being able to see how much you're spending time on social media, and then limit that screen time, is that you see which apps you're spending the most time on. And for me, it was absolutely Instagram. And that makes perfect sense (laughs) just because of what I do. So I thought about how I was spending that time because it's not just time spent. It's the quality of the time you're spending. Was I engaging with people or was I just mindlessly scrolling and liking things, you know? Just You get on the explore page and it's getting caught in like a Wikipedia loop where you go to one thing and then you click on another thing. And then before you even know it, you're on some random page and hour and a half has passed by and you're like, how did I get here? So I really had to think about how I was spending that time. Was I on the, like, why was I app? Why was I on the app in the first place? Why did I open it? Was it because I got a notification for something? Was I bored? Was I trying to fill up time and space? Was I trying to avoid doing something, work, a chore? What, why was I on this app in the first place? And so going into my next point, the latter is really what I want to touch on. Why was I using this app in the first place? Because a lot of it, again, like I said, was to just connect with people and to build you know, my brand and to work on me. And I love actively engaging with people. I love talking to people. But really, I feel a lot of social media use is trying to fill up space and just to pass the time and to avoid doing something. And I feel like the majority of Americans, our lives are just filled with things. Everyone's so busy, busy, busy on the go that most people don't allow themselves to actively engage in what they're doing and to just be alone in their own space with their own thoughts and feelings. At the end of the day, we come home exhausted, stressed out, hungry, tired. And there are so many things that we could do to combat that, like go to the gym, meal prep, uh, do some yoga, meditate. But it's so much easier for people to just fall into this little phone. We have it. It's easy. It's effortless. We just get on this phone and we scroll and we just, that's a lo- that's the way a lot of people turn their brain off. And is it healthy? Maybe, maybe not. Um, so when I thought about how I was spending that time, when I wasn't actively engaging with people, it was just to turn my brain off. But like I said, there are so many other things that I could have been doing that would have served me. I could have gone to yoga, I could be. I could go to the gym, I could read, I could journal, I could spend time with my husband, I could call my parents, you know, I need to do that more. And I think everybody, if you have a great relationship with your parents, call them. I bet they want to hear from you. And the list goes on. Um, there are like three books sitting on my desk that I had been meaning to read for like the past four months. And I would grab one of them and start to make my way through it. I'd pick it up and I'd be like, all right, we're going to make our way through this book. Because it's a book I genuinely want to read. I love reading. And so I would pick it up and read a chapter or two. And then I'd get a notification on my phone about whatever, whoever messaged you, this person liked your photo, this person, you know, was calling you, this person texted you, whatever. I would get that notification. And before I knew it, the book would be... Face down by me on the couch, and I'd be on Instagram or I'd be on Facebook, or you know, those are probably the biggest two apps I use Facebook and Instagram. Um, I don't really use Snapchat anymore. I don't know if anyone still uses Snapchat, (laughs) but yeah, so you know, I would be meaning to do all of these things, and then a notification would go off and it'd be like, Okay, lost focus. So, with that. I'm not trying to speak down to technology. There are so many benefits to technology. There are so many benefits to social media, and I will never say that they are useless or there are no benefits to them. But with everything, there is a downside. And I feel like it's just been, it's been stated and I've seen it in myself that one of the biggest downsides is the reduction in attention spans, remember what I said I would pick up a book, a notification would go off, and then it would go off again because you know with some app I, I think you can change this feature I'm not a hundred percent sure um, but you uh, you would get a notification and then if you don't respond to it right away, it would go off in two minutes and so you would get these notifications and I, I'd be reading this book that I would be more than happy to read and then I put it down to respond to a notification and so I think the idea of unplugging, it's a way to address those downsides. And the downside, the attention, the short attention span may not apply to you. And that's awesome. But with everything, there is a downside. So you may have personally already seen a downside to the impact of technology or to the role that it has in your life. So I think that unplugging, it calls for us to just make better choices, to just be aware of what we're doing with this screen time, how we're spending that screen time. So one thing about me, I'm sure a lot of people know this is that I'm kind of a hippie. (laughs) I don't like that word hippie. Actually, people call me that word and I don't like to ascribe it to myself because I don't think I'm a hippie or crunchy or anything like that. I just actively try to Speak positivity out into the universe. I'm a big believer in intention. I'm a big believer in purpose I'm a big believer in manifestations And so one thing that I actively try to manifest that I do meditate over that I absolutely pray over Is just being present in all things that I do if I'm going to do something I'm going to be in it a hundred and ten percent and I believe that the universe always gives us what we need and may not give us what we want and it may not give us what we want right away, but it always gives us what we need. And so that update, I had been putting it off for like, you know, you get the notification and then you just put it off and you put it off. I think that that update was a godsend for me because without that time feature, I might still be unaware of how much time I'm spending on social media and not really thinking about the quality of the time that I spend on social media. And I think that applies to everyone. And so with that, with all of that being said, today, I just want to challenge you to unplug and to connect and to be present with everything that you do. And so just put the phone down after listening to this podcast. <laughs> put the phone down and go for a walk or go do some yoga, do some sun salutations, go talk to Your husband or your wife, if you haven't had a meaningful conversation with them, go and talk to them or call someone that you haven't talked to in forever. Your sister, your brother, your parents, your aunt, your uncle, your quirky roommate from college who who was on your brain, you know, go give them a call or drop them a note. Um, Just do anything. Put down your phone. And do anything. And I recognize that doing some of those things, you know, dropping people a note or calling your parents, I recognize that requires a phone and that's fine, but it doesn't require you to be staring at a screen. It requires you to be present in that conversation. So just do something, do anything in which you are present, in which you are actively engaged. Because the majority of us spend so much time behind a screen working for whomever That we don't, that time that we're spending doing that is not time spent enriching us, enriching our lives and doing the things that we need to do. And just unplug, don't let your day just slip by as you watch other people live their lives and post about their lives on social media. So I want to know, have you found this update to be helpful? Have you found found the screen time feature to be helpful? Has it made you more accountable? And just different ways in which you unplug because I think unplugging is a very personal thing and so I'm interested in how other people unplug. So let me know. Send me a message on Instagram at Sasha Spins or leave me a voice note here at Anchor FM and we will chat soon. All right, peace out.